This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Spilled Milk is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own website or online store. For a free trial and 10% off your first order, go to Squarespace.com and use the offer code COOKIE. Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we are talking about cheddar cheese. Mm. Gotta get our hands on some of that cheddar. Is that like a song lyric? No, it just means money. Oh. Oh. I never thought about that. Yeah. I I think Sometimes I'm just not so clever. Well, see, uh, someone in my household is a is an elementary school student, and someone else in my household works at a middle school. So oh. I am down with all of the God, latest you're lingo. So cool, man. Um, yeah. So things things the kids are saying these days. Um, they they say cheddar a lot. They <clears throat> let's see. PSL. That's another thing. They I hear say they're a lot. doing this thing called twerking. Yes, yes. nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's their primary means of locomotion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. Well, you know, let's taste this stuff. Okay. So here's the deal. First, I have to admit, I don't understand what makes a cheese sharp. You know, I feel like when we talk about cheddar, it always has some sort of a descriptor in front of it. Mild, medium, sharp, extra sharp, whatever. What makes it sharp? Okay. I, I think I can answer this. I think it is primarily related to how long it's been aged. And probably the the moisture level going in mm-hmm. because what what makes it sharp i mean sharpness just refers to acidity please interrupt if if, if uh, you have anything funny to say um <laughs> uh and so there's lactic acid bacteria that la, uh, that are making la, the cheese la, la, la. No, go ahead <laughs> and uh the longer the longer they go uh, like you know eating up sugars and producing lactic acid the more acidic and the therefore the more sharp the cheese gets all right, does that work for you? <laughs> yeah. So, so if you look at these, we have we have some uh, Tillamook cheeses here. Like the medium, it says aged over sixty days. The sharp says aged over nine months. The extra sharp says aged over two years. The mild have, is not aged at all and is very squishy. Yes, we have. Uh, yeah. So as the cheese ages, it's also losing moisture. 
Uh, we've got a, a Canadian cheese that's that's aged over two years. Which which cheddar did you grow up with? Assuming there was cheddar in your childhood, uh, there was cheddar in my childhood. Uh, <laughs> we had so much money. No, um, um, we used a sharp cheddar. My dad was a sharp cheddar man, and every every girl's crazy about a sharp cheddar man. <laughs> That's my favorite ZZ Top yes, song. exactly. Mine is tush, but anyway. Anyway, I, my dad would use it on grilled cheese sandwiches primarily. We did not use it. You know, I think we just sort of ate it and put it on grilled cheese sandwiches because when my dad made mac and cheese, that was made with Velveeta. Sure. But anyway, yeah, sharp cheddar, and it was always the orange cheddar. I think that white cheddar was something I was not aware of until I was a little older. Yeah, same here. Possibly, possibly around the time I first tasted white cheddar Cheez-Its. As heard, as heard on the uh, the cheesy really? crackers, um, possibly. Okay, yeah. okay. And I mean, like, I know that the the orange color just comes, you know, uh, at least historically from anatto. Yeah, anatto I think seeds. still that's that's generally what's used. But it, does it? I mean, I know anatto does have a slight flavor. Do you think there's a difference in flavor between like an orange sharp cheddar from Tillamook and a white sharp cheddar from Tillamook that's aged the same amount of time? Because I almost bought both. I don't think there is. Okay. I think those, if you've ever cooked with annatto seeds, they are amazingly intensely colored, and I think you can easily produce a uh, a natural color from them that has almost no flavor. Cool. Okay. All right. Good to know. Why do you think they started doing that in the first place? I suspect it's it's uh, similar to the reason they started coloring butter, um, that like people got the idea that, that like very yellow butter uh, was from, uh, you know, cows that ate the best grass or like uh, was associated with a season of butter abundance or something. And so then they're like, hey, let's just... Season of butter abundance. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, I grew up during a season of butter abundance. Um, <laughs> you you, you, uh, you had the cheddar abundance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, so, and so, I don't know, so people just got the idea that like that the good stuff is, is a little orange orange a little yellow and so why not make it even more orange or yellow oh, yeah, really by orange any means necessary well uh, you know let's just dive right into this let's start with the mild cheddar which i think a yeah. lot of people would consider hardly cheddar at all frankly oh man it is so squishy so yeah so this is this is store brand mild cheddar tillamook our our local uh Big uh, industrial craft cheesery in, in the Pacific Northwest does not even deign to make a mild cheddar Oof, but certainly this looks, this looks really plasticky it really does. Could you, yeah, cut that, cut that in half. We don't want to eat too much of it. Squish, squish. Hmm. I would eat that. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not bad by any means. It would make a good grilled cheese sandwich. I'm sure it would melt very well because mm-hmm. it's very moist. It still tastes like cheddar. So basically, what makes cheddar cheese different? Am I right? From like another semi-firm cow's milk cheese is the type of bacteria that's used. To- yes inoculate the milk but what 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 else so there, there's a process that is literally called cheddaring which uh i, I feel like the the term should be used far beyond the the confines of the cheese making <laughs> yeah. industry yeah but uh so so you you curdle the milk and you separate out the curds the chunky part and you kind of knead them with salt and form them into loaves and then press them and that's what gives good cheddar aged cheddar like that that crumbly texture and probably also affects the flavor in some way that i don't understand okay and that's what's called cheddaring that like rubbing it with salt and yeah i mean it sounds it sounds like something i kind of want to try i mean like as i'm saying it i'm making hand motions like i'm rubbing something with salt i feel like uh, this is something that i would like to have done to my body exactly yes maybe not too much salt because i feel like it could be very drying (laughs) but 
And and some of these cheeses that we're going to be tasting later do have that sort of like curds pressed together look to them. Yeah, definitely. I guess that maybe that's sort of a hallmark of a, a like a properly made artisanal cheddar cheese. Maybe I don't know. I'm I'm just it is to me. I'm just like really extrapolating here, talking about stuff I don't really know. That is the our hallmark job of our show. Yeah, the, our hallmark is extrapolating. That's our new slogan. <laughs> So now we're tasting the Tillamook medium cheddar. I find this to be sort of this weird hybrid product. Mm, I like, don't like this very much. I don't like this very much either. It's kind of... um The the texture is very rubbery. No, it's got a, kind of a squeakiness to it that's not pleasant. Not and like, the flavor is kind of like whatever. Yeah, I, I don't like this as much as the store brand mild cheddar. That's odd. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think che- the, the cultures used has have a lot to do with it. Like, you know, different cheeses are made mm. with different mix, mixtures of bacteria, uh, sometimes naturally occurring, usually like inoculated. Isn't it great when people use the word inoculated in relation to something you're going to eat? Yeah. I had a vaccination yesterday, which oh, is flu, kind of like the, I was inoculated. Yep. I got mine the other day, too. I, I got the uh, the flu mist this year. Oh. The nasal version. That's what, that's what Iris gets because uh, she's a wimp. Yeah. I'm a wimp, too. Guess what? <laughs> okay. So now we've got the old Tillamook Sharp. Oh, I like that much better than the medium. Oh, yeah. This actually has some character. This tastes like a dairy product. It does. I still, honestly, I still don't love the texture, but mm-hmm. it, it's not, it's not as like weirdly rubbery as the, as the medium and the flavor is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Nice. That, this I associate with sometimes, maybe not even anymore because no airline is generous enough to do such a thing, but I feel like you used to sometimes get a uh, oh. Tillamook sharp cheddar, like a little square of it yeah. on the plane. And it tastes just like this, and, and I associate it with going somewhere special. Aww. Do you remember, did you ever get Laughing Cow Cheese on a plane? Oh, um, I don't know if, uh, yeah, I think so. Laughing Cow Cheese, I remember from, like, elementary school, like, like first or second grade. It was, I, I like, love Laughing Cow Cheese. Um, do you like the little cubes? The apéricube? Is that, <laughs> wait, is that, the, what was the first word? Like, for, you'd have them with your aperitif. Ah, apéricube. Apéricube. Yes, that. Okay, so this is the this is what we usually buy in my house, Tillamook Extra Sharp Vintage. It's aged two years. It's white. It's aged to perfection, as as Prince would say. It's too legit to quit. Mm-hmm. I should not quit because it's good. Mm, it's also got a really nice texture. Yeah. Uh, the, the most fudgy and least rubbery. Fudgy is a really good way of describing it. Mm. You know, it's not... It's, That's it's, a great cheese. It's firm, but like, you know, it has just the right kind of give to it. Mm, I think that is a great, yeah, awesome. great cheese. Ooh, okay. Okay, so well, now now we're branching out. So like, I feel like, I feel like we were, you know, very, very much in our, in our uh, American comfort cheese zone, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, is, which is a special room in my house. <laughs> I feel like we should move on to a Canadian cheese, like like Black Diamond. Yeah. Which is widely available here in the old US of A. So, yeah. So, Black Diamond, it's Canadian. It's They say it's all natural, whatever that means. You know what I neglected to say up at the top of the show is... Uh, I, I neglected to ask you if you're gonna be, we're going to be tasting these according to the cheese plate method. I think we started that way. I th- yeah, no, I think we did. I just uh, thought it would be funny to ask that about cheese. But now <laughs> it's too late for it to be funny, but I felt I had to say it anyway. So this is wrapped in black wax. Oh, I like that. Yeah. 
Now, can you eat the wax? Why Why are you handing this half-open package to me? Because sometimes I don't like when you're unwrapping a cheese that's like vacuum-sealed and it's kind of sweaty on the inside. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. So I wanted you to touch it. <laughs> you never notice how. When you're unwrapping a cheese. Okay. So this is uh, this is kind of a similar product to the old Tillamook White, aged two years. Mm, and yet so different. Whoa, so different. Whoa, really acidic. Yeah. I like the texture. I like the acidity. It doesn't have as complex a flavor as no. the Tillamook White. No. I have I have very distinct taste memories of this cheese because this is what um what my mom usually buys in Oklahoma. And there is a, a particular sandwich. This sounds kinda weird, but it's so delicious, people. Hear I me out. I can't wait to hear what you're gonna say. Slices of white cheddar, like a extra sharp white cheddar like this, and grated fresh carrots on like toasted bread as that a sandwich. Is not what I'm totally It's so good. Oh my gosh. The sharpness of this cheese with like the sweet crunchiness of the carrots, it's so good. That's like <laughs> that is that is hippie to a level I didn't know existed. <laughs> Am I fired? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. You like the PSL, so you mm, can stick around. Mm. No, it's so good, Matthew. I I believe you. I would I would definitely try that sandwich. I, I definitely won't. <laughs> um, you know, uh, should, I don't know. We you, should you, do a show where we make each other taste things that. Each of us likes separately, and the other person scorns. Okay, I mean, we sort of did that on the scary food episode, but I don't, I don't scorn the. No, but you're not scared. I'm not of scared my of it. I, you know, you're right. You're, that's exactly it. I scorn it, but I'm not scared of it. Okay, yeah, you okay. can make me try that sandwich. Great. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, I associate the black diamond with actually going to Canada, which I'm doing tomorrow. Oh um, wow! And because uh, I think the first time I had the black diamond was in fact in Canada. Hmm. Very interesting story there. Wow, gosh, I'm so glad to know that. <laughs> Spilled Milk is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own website or online store. For a free trial and 10% off your first order, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code COOKIE. Well, if you are anything like me and you have spent many hours beating your head on your desk trying to figure out how to make your website look the way you want it to, Squarespace is your dream come true, my yes, friends. Yes, I, I have been there. I have spent hours beating my head against Molly's <laughs> desk and she's like, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Squarespace, it's easy to use. They have all of these beautiful, well-designed templates. They've even won awards for their templates, their, yeah. de their template design. And they have that incredible 24-hour Every day of the week, I guess that's what they call 24-7 Yes, support that's what the kids team. are calling it. Yes, in, uh, in New York and Dublin, I believe. So you will really get uh, an answer back quickly any time of day or night. Because You let's might be even honest. get an answer in an Irish accent. Yes, this, you know, that's, when, that's when you're struggling with your website. It's like 2 a.m., you can't sleep. You, you've got to get this blog post to look right. Uh, Squarespace is going to be there for you. They have uh, incredibly easy-to-use e-commerce. You can connect uh, your, your Twitter feed your Facebook, your Flickr uh, with like drag and drop features. It couldn't be easier to use. You're going to go from idea to finished website in, you know, half an hour, an hour. Depends how long you want to play with it and make it look cooler and cooler. For a free trial and 10% uh, off, you can go to squarespace.com and use the offer code COOKIE. And if uh, you sign up for a year, you'll get a free domain name. Uh, Woohoo! Something like, you know, tossinmycookies.com <laughs> probably not that no no uh, squarespace a better web starts with your website we got a couple a couple more uh, trader joe's items here Wait, are we just going to taste all of these 
These are both English. Yeah. Or do you want to taste two different English ones to see how they're different? I mean, every, let's just, every let's cheddar just keep is going. different. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just taste the every, crap every out of Every cheddar this. is sacred. So this is um, Trader Joe's English Coastal Cheddar, rugged mature from the Dorset Coast. Well, I like how that sounds. Oh. So I like my men. <laughs> exactly. They, they sail in on a ship that looks like this. Mm, this is very fruity. It is, yeah. Oh, I just got a crystal. I love a good crystal. Now, see, I would enjoy eating this, like, with a beer. Yeah, this needs... But I don't really want this, like, on a sandwich. I think this would be good. Does Does it mean anything to you if I say Oaten Biscuits? Yeah. Ooh. I think this would be really good you, on Have we Oaten talked Biscuit. about Carr's Wheatalows? Do you remember Wheatalows? I don't, but I feel like or I've Wheatolos? heard you say that word before, because oh, how man, could anyone forget? Great cracker oaten biscuit thing yeah oh yeah this would be perfect on an oat biscuit yeah. it needs it needs something to set it hey, off hey matthew i have a recipe on my blog for oat biscuits really yes like you know a little little british cracker type thing may we have permission to link to that you <laughs> may <laughs> wonderful <laughs> why did i say wonderful <laughs> okay well you know this cheese is very nice i would happily serve this to company <laughs> It sounds like you're reading off the package, but it doesn't say that anywhere. It just says rugged men from the Dorset coast are are coming to your party. (laughs) Yes, please. Okay, well, let's let's, let's open this other one, which is um, West Country Farmhouse Cheddar aged in the famous... (laughs) Yes? Yes, I don't know what... I have no idea what, what is... (laughs) <laughs> okay <clears throat> it's gonna take me several tries to say this <clears throat> trader joe's cave aged farmhouse cheddar cheese west country farmhouse cheddar <laughs> aged in the famous wookie hole caves in somerset <laughs> cheese just jumped off the table and onto the floor what are <laughs> I think I can say it with greater certainty than I've ever said this phrase before. You don't want to know. <laughs> Wookie hole caves. Wow. Um. <clears throat> now you see why I couldn't read it. I do see, and uh, I also love the way Wookie is spelled. W o o k e y. Wookie. Right. So not not to be confused with Chewbacca. I'm getting kind of full of cheese. This is. Mm. We have to keep this on the show because it says Wookiee hole on it, but I don't think it's very good. I don't think it's very good either. It's um, It's got a certain sourness to the sharpness. Yeah, it's got, to, to me, that's sort of like the funkiness that a cheese gets from being wrapped in plastic too long. You know what? I don't get a wrapped in plastic too long funk. I get like almost like a Gruyere flavor from this. Oh, you know, yeah, right. Like the, the nuttiness. Yeah. It's nice. Actually, you know, it's kind of, the aftertaste is kind of growing on me. Yeah, it is on me too, but it's, it's. You don't want to go down Wookiee hole. (laughs) (laughs) That maybe goes without saying, but I've spent, I've spent many a memorable, a memorable time in the Wookiee hole. And (laughs) what? I don't, why, why is that funny? Okay. Let's just wrap this thing up. I don't want to eat very much more cheese. Yeah. Let's unwrap this thing. God. Okay. Let's try one of these two. So I, I bought two domestic cloth-bound cheeses, and I think we should talk about the word cloth-bound because there is 
nothing weirder sounding. Well, I think if you're if you're getting started with bondage, cloth bound is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Oh, or it, cheddar. Here's an explanation. A recipe for success. Start with one quality cheddar, bandage the entire wheel in cheesecloth, and rub down with lard. Cave age for at least 12 months, and voila! A new American original, full of a sweet toffee caramel crunch that deems it worthy of its award-winning status. Made entirely by hand at the Pike Place Market in Seattle. Bleep, blop, bloop, bleep, blop. Oh, wait, this, is this is Beecher's Handmade Cheese Flagship Reserve. Can I just say how happy I am that the, the phrases rubbed down with lard and Wookie hole didn't appear on the same cheese? <laughs> All right. Wookie <laughs> 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 uh, hole caves. What was interesting is that, like, <laughs> Wookie was capitalized, but hole wasn't. So it was almost like, it's like it's a type of cave called a hole cave. And it's that's, in Wookie. I'm pretty sure that's every cave. <laughs> okay, so this is Beecher's flagship reserve. My husband likes this cheese a lot. Hmm. It is so weird what you learn when you taste these things side by side. Mm-hmm. I mean, this the cheddar flavor in it is kind of, what I think of as cheddar flavor is kind of quiet and only comes at the very end. I yeah. mostly get sharpness. I think the texture is pretty good, but the flavor is is really retiring. Not, yeah, exactly. I, I'm really nailing it with my words today. You really are. You know, I should be a writer. What is the difference between like artisan cheddar and 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 well commercial I, industrial cheddar? You know, I think is it just batch size. I think maybe it's just batch size because because like if you if you. If you go to Pike Place Market in downtown Seattle, maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you you know it as Pike's Place Market, as people always say on TV, so that Seattleites can cringe. You can you can go down to Beecher's and and watch them making cheese in the window, and it's an artisan product in the sense that they're making it a, a fairly small amount at a time, and uh, and there's a lot of hands-on work. Uh, but you know they they've got a whole lot of milk going into a big metal vat and getting curdled and getting kind of hand kneaded into loaves and then those loaves get pressed and turn into cheese through some kind of magic Mm -hmm. it's about the same just on a smaller scale is that what you're saying i don't know i mean i think i think with any of these things there's like there's 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 a continuum that's the word i'm looking for pretty good pretty good word pull huh yeah Um, you should be a writer so they're like you know you can make a cheese like literally a hundred percent by hand you can you know milk the cow by hand and and uh stir in the rennet and you can stand under the pot of milk and just breathe hot air onto it until it boils yep that's yep so Hmm. i don't know so that's that's a that's a four minute way of saying i don't know the answer Okay, so so tell me about this cheese, because I've always heard about it, and I've never tried it. Okay, this is uh, Cougar Gold Cheese. It is made at the at Washington State University in uh, Pullman, Washington, uh, at the creamery there. And the, the calling card of Cougar Gold is that it comes in a can. Mm-hmm. Now, you bought a piece that had already been removed from the can, because the whole can is pretty large and expensive. But it's really... People not, love this cheese. Yeah, I am honestly not sure whether it's it's really good by cheddar standards or just really good for what people expect out of for, for a cheese that comes out of a can. And I guess we're about to find out. Great. I didn't even know today that it was until today that it was technically, you know, a cheddar or a cheddar style cheese. And I think, um, why did I just cut three pieces of that when I cut two pieces of all the others? Because <laughs> of my cu- imaginary you're, friend. You're cu- cutting one out for our homies. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ugh. Hmm. 
I can see how if you grew up on this, you could feel really nostalgic about it. But having it for the first time at age 36, I'm going to say <laughs> I don't want any more of it. Hmm. Now, we did. We did. We have tasted like 17 other cheeses prior to this. Um, yeah, I'm not really impressed. I, I think the I, I think the texture is not bad. The texture is nice. But to me, it has a brightness that almost feels like it's about to be carbonated. Yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with the can or not. It makes a great gift. Great. <laughs> Terrific. Um, uh, all right. Do you want to do you want to pick a favorite? I kind of do. I, I've forgotten what all the things we tasted were because, okay, there's a big pile over there. So definitely Tillamook Extra Sharp. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like Tillamook Extra Sharp for me is the all-around winner because I enjoy eating it. I enjoy it on top of a burger. I enjoy eating it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I think it makes a fantastic like open-faced cheese toast. Ooh, so, oh, so that sounds good. Good. You know, often when you melt cheddar, I feel like it loses the flavor that makes it taste like cheddar. Yeah, and I know that, what you mean. That doesn't happen with Tillamook, this vintage two-year white. Yes. On the other hand, I think it does, it gets a little bit gritty when you melt it. I mean, I think what you're talking about, like open face, you know, just very gently melted, I think sounds great. I think for for me, I would pick the sharp over the extra sharp for a grilled cheese because it melts more smoothly. I, I hear you there. Um, my other favorite is the the Trader Joe's English Coastal Cheddar, which I agree is not not my favorite to eat on its own, but I can tell is going to go great on an oaten biscuit or a wide variety of other accompaniments. Yes. And beer. You forgot and beer, the beer. And I forgot oh the beer. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good with a beer. All right, so uh, we need to divide up this cheese, and um, I feel like there's probably going to be a arm wrestling match, uh, mud mud fight. Yeah, mud, I'm sure. <laughs> mud wrestling. Is I'm what I was sharpening trying to say. a knife under the table. Yes, um, I was wondering what you were doing under the table. <laughs> um, and uh, so you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we'll post a list of the cheeses we tasted. You can also find us on Facebook, where you can tell us all about your favorite cheddar cheeses. And Matthew, what is the URL for our Facebook page? It is facebook.com slash Hole. No, it is <laughs> facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Great. <laughs> and uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget to go to kurgostore.com slash milk to get 30% off dog harnesses, collars, boots, coats, leashes, and car seat covers today. That's K-U-R-G-O store.com slash milk. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that's aged a minimum of 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterburton. So I read this article about Wookiee Hole cave diving. In a fast-paced world, Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.